Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest, returning guest. This will be our 13th show episode. It's unbelievable how many shows we've done on a variety of different subjects. But we're going to talk about this movie everybody's talking about, Sound of, Sound of Freedom. And I actually went and watched it uh, just out of curiosity, just because of all the buzz it's created in the stories. And that is an important topic about human trafficking. And uh, there's a lot of interesting backstory. And I was listening to John today. He's done some shows, this uh, Sound of Freedom and the externalization of the hierarchy. But all these connections between some of these characters that uh, maybe the public doesn't know as much. So I'm delighted to have him back. So, John, welcome back to the show. It's an honor to be back, William, as always. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I myself um, had researched um, Operation Underground Railroad many years ago when I came up with their connections to Glenn Beck. Uh, and actually, I think I one of the first podcasts I ever was on, either the first or second time I was on Greg Car Carwood's Higher Side Chats, I discussed Operation Underground Railroad uh, on with Greg because I came across, you know, Tim Ballard's connections to Glenn Beck, who's a member of the CMP, who's also uh, was raised Catholic, but, you know, later converted into Mormonism. Um, you know, as a big uh, news broadcaster uh, on the conservative side. And um, I always found that to be an interesting connection. So I knew of Tim Ballard, I knew of Operation Gr Underground Railroad, had been tracking Sound of Freedom. And then when it finally blew up, I was like, oh, okay, well, I've been following this for a while. So at least I have some knowledge of it previously beforehand. And I guess one thing I'd like to mention is this you've covered the quote unquote satanic panic through your whole entire body of work, you know, exposing how it was not that, that there was, you know, institutionalized pedophilia and human trafficking and occultism uh, for many, many years um, longer than I have. And so, so you've done the same work, you've done the whole finders thing too, right? So, well, yes. Yeah, so before anybody it. points fingers at us and say, how dare you guys call, you know, uh, you know, call to attention some information that's very sketchy with Operation Underground Railroad and Tim Bowder Tim Bow and Jim Caviezel. They're saving the kids. I, you know, I'm going to say, look, like our body of research and work stands for itself. And yes, we might be, you know, discussing our issues with Operation Underground Railroad and with Tim Ballard and Caviezel. It doesn't take away the true reality of human trafficking or child trafficking or institutionalized pedophilia or elite pedophilia or anything like that. But I still would recommend... That, you know, if you want to go see the movie, fine. I saw it myself just so I can, you know, speak up, speak upon it and everything. But we shouldn't be supporting Operation Underground Railroad with all the various connections that we, we, we've seen with it with Carlos Slim and the Clinton Foundation and everything. So we should have to be able to take out the emotionality because they want you emotional about this stuff. Not that you shouldn't care, that you shouldn't be emotional, but they want to ramp that up so that I've heard, you know, people discussing, hey, there's issues with this pay attention to those issues immediately it becomes weaponized and you know what do you support pedophilia you're a groomer and you start getting those type of allegations william and stuff like that and it's it's sad to see you know you know people like myself hopefully this doesn't happen to you through talking about this too as well so people get very emotional upset about it but they make those allegations and we've we've spent a lot of our research careers exposing this stuff yeah, absolutely. I don't feel like just criticizing who these people are and who they're connected to. Like, just like you said, it doesn't take away from the fact that human trafficking is a huge issue. It's happening at the border right now. And a lot of just the open borders really is a lot of human trafficking issues. A lot of these guys are going into slave labor. Uh, the government right now is pro 
human trafficking. So uh, that's really what's happening. You're just going to have a whole new set of serfs and slaves, like 7 million people wandering around the U.S. It's totally insane. But And, and there's like pictures. In Congress, just last week, one of the congresspersons showed this little girl who a guy, they weren't related. He was definitely like a pedophile with a, like a seven, eight year old girl. Yeah. And so these are real stories. I, you know, Caviezel, interesting guy. Ballard Rack, you said, has been around for a while. But maybe you can tell. I mean, we know the Clinton Foundation's dirty as, as all get out. And, and people may not know Carlos Slim's background, but he uh, he made his money very interesting ways and uh like i don't know if you know this but like when he was in uh, mexico he made a lot of his money on cell towers and what he would do uh-huh. is he would literally just show up at your house and say we're taking we're putting a cell tower here and uh if they and we'll give you some property over there and if they complained like horrible things happened to him like people got run off the road they got threatened like he was just a real like robber baron mentality so just the fact that they're with this guy is incredible there's pictures of them together too with Carlos Slim, they're probably he's probably character washing himself. Um, and uh, there's stories about him blowing like deaths, like all kinds of really heavy duty. Uh, and I've talked about it in my um streams. I don't know if you've came across this information too of allegations of the Slim family and and and, and uh drug trafficking, uh, and in Mexico. I don't know how you know they're very very difficult to substantiate such a things, but I did you know come across. Uh, journalists who were discussing those possible connections and implications. Uh, and so I don't know, you know, if, if, if more can be discovered about that or not, but there were allegations of that occurring too as well. My understanding is that the Mexico is kind of a narco state, that the narco dollars go all the way up through the politicians. Even um, what was the guy's name? Who was the big, tall Mexican guy? Like all these guys have like there's associates who handle that. They don't do yeah. it, but they know that there's stopping points on the drug routes and everybody makes, you know, dips their beak and keeps their mouth shut. And a lot of those guys don't have a choice. Like we're going to bring stuff up here and you can either, you know, what do they call it there? Plomo or Plata. You take the silver or the lead, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's all, it's, it's endemic in Mexico, especially at the higher levels. So, um, Vicente Fox, that's what the guy's name I was trying to remember. But uh, so, but so maybe people like this, this movie in Cabezal, these guys have an interesting Ballard. And we talked kind of in this pre-show that Ballard himself saw like the, the character's name in the movie is Tim Ballard. Like it is Cabezal is playing Tim Ballard. But you said like he's a Mormon. He's got nine kids. They have this whole sequences in the movie of his home life. But it's almost like a, there's a subtext of promoting Mormonism, right? Yes, very much so. So I came across the ex- excellent investigative research of Lynn Packer, uh, who had a YouTube channel who done at least 30 plus videos exposing Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad for many years. Uh, and then, um, you know, I definitely recommend that anybody listening go look at his YouTube channel, go look at his research. Um, and uh, Packer, um, he um, uh, uh, came across quotes of one of the um, – uh, people, uh, his name was M. Russell Ballard, no relation to Tim Ballard, supposedly. He's part of a very high up echelon of the Mormon church known as the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. He's also directly related to Hiram Smith, who is Joseph Smith's brother. Of course, you know, within Mormonism, you, it's kind of like a Christianized way of practicing Freemasonry, right? So it's very interesting that Joseph Smith's brother's name was Hiram, and I have a Hiram or Biff within Freemasonry lore. And, um, and so this guy's in when it comes to the mormon church and the mormon church is 
very wealthy. There's a lot of allegations of human trafficking within the Mormon church too as well, and elite pedophilia within the Mormon church that Tim Ballard never discusses, okay? And, uh, you know, we have connections between um, the Bronfen family and Nexium and Mormonism down there in Mexico, right? Uh, which uh, Recluse has talked a lot about uh, uh, from the Farm podcast as well and has had discussions with various people about that. Um, and so, you know, you have institutionalized pedophilia within the Mormon church uh, and human trafficking within the Mormon church that Tim Ballard does not touch. But to M. Russell Ballard, to make, to make your point as somebody you're talking about, he discussed, and you have direct quotes for him, saying that Operation Underground Railroad, their main job isn't to save the children, isn't to stop human trafficking or child trafficking. Their main job as an organization and Tim Ballard's main job is to proselytize for the false Mormon religion. Okay, he said that and he said that Ballard, Tim Ballard is ordained by God to do so for the Mormon church. We also have the speculation again with, you know, Len Packer mentions that is the Mormon church directly funding Operation Underground Railroad or they are doing it through Glenn Beck, who's funding the under, you know, Operation Underground uh, Railroad, um, or um, is, is, you know, the Mormon church directly funding it? And also, you know, Packer brings up the excellent point, too, as well. Um, who, are, where are the kids that have been rescued? Like, what, like, where, like, they claim they have various children they claim to have been rescued right but like where are they there's no hard evidence that any the operation underground railroad has saved any children um and you know it gets kind of murky in that in that regard because um i'd have to go back and find the girl i'm really bad with names sometimes uh in the movie that they portrayed in, in the movie sound of freedom uh even operation underground railroad came out and said that the events that they portrayed in the film, this was, now Tim Ballard supposedly walked around, walked away from Operation Underground Railroad 2. Uh, he claimed that he walked away before the film's released. We don't know if he was forced out. It's kind of murky on that too, William, as wow, far as that wow. story is concerned. Okay, he's also left the Nazarene Fund too as well as a director for the Na Nazarene Fund, which is run by Glenn Beck, right, to supposedly help Christians in Afghanistan. Okay, and so... Um, but but anyway, we don't know if that girl, if the events that were told in Sound of Freedom with, you know, her rescue and Tim Ballard being involved uh, down there in Latin America, you know, is that true? Because Operation Underground Railroad through their Instagram said the, the, the portrayal of Tim Ballard in the Sound of Freedom is theatrical. It doesn't. It's not based on actual events that happen in real life. Wow. So they're going around and saying, you know, Tim, I was like, this movie's based on my life. It's almost autobiographical. Okay. Wow. But in reality, it's not. Wow. Yeah. The girl's name was Rocio or something like that. There was a boy and a girl. This is like full spoiler. Sorry if people haven't seen the movie, but it basically traces Caviezel Ballard slash Ballard following to a boy, a brother and a sister. And so he has finds the brother, then he has to start the sister, and they have kind of a, they set up a fake Epstein pedo island, in off the coast of Colombia, and that's a means to get, uh, these trafficked kids to the island. So then they rescue those kids, but this girl Rocio or whatever her name isn't there. So then they have to go into the deep jungle of Colombia to go rescue her, and you know. Well, and it's right here. It says Tim went to a Colombian jungle by himself to rescue a little girl. 
Now, this is from Operation Underground Railroad's Rescue, their official Instagram, okay? They said, false. In the film, Tim poses a doctor and goes into the jungle somewhere in Columbia to find the little boy's sister shortly after Operation Triple Take. This did not happen. However, supposedly, allegedly, in real life, Tim did lead a group of Operation Underground Railroad operators posing as doctors into a jungle on the border of Haiti and Dominican Republic a few years after Operation Triple Take in search for Guardi. No one was rescued, but the operation did advance to search for Guardi. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's dramatized. It almost looks like a kind of a higher end B movie. It obviously yes. wasn't some major studio. It's Angel Studios or something. Which was found by the Harmons, the... which are Mormons. Okay, and then it was The Chosen 2, right? Yes, like that is true. The Chosen. And Joseph Dallas Smith, Jenkins. I, yeah, Joseph Smith is a, is a known Mason. Like, there's actual research from mormons themselves showing the masonic temples that joseph smith went into yeah and it's interspersed in through their religion and their symbolism and all of their rituals a lot of it's masonic so it's a whole nother gospel you know he took down uh the information that was dictated to him through the angel moroni uh which they get angel studios from angel studios is named after the angel moroni wow, wow. Uh, so and uh of course in the bible it says you know if there's another gospel you know given you know especially by other men or angels um <clears throat> let them be accursed okay and so you know i mean we're told to warn about this and it says literally another gospel or testament of jesus christ which is the book of mormon okay right. so as right. christians we know it's a false gospel just based off of that alone okay and so it's a great it's a really interesting book like it's so brazen like it's a yeah. restored gospel that was kept by gold plates by people who came out of ancient israel on boats to the new world started a civilization and then, like, the civilization <laughs> wiped itself out. Yep. And there was one guy remaining. And then he put the plates in um, and then to be to be translated by the new prophet, Joseph Smith. I mean, it's amazing. But there's also contradictions. I mean, these are really interesting things for Mormons to figure out. If you want to talk about a fake, fake gospel, there's contradictions between the receipt of the Book of Mormon and the so-called gold plates that he supposedly translated because he was also engage, engaging with uh kind of country rural magic using a shoe stone and a hat and a translator much like d and kelly and crowley and newberg so he had this kid sydney rigdon who you know he he moved through a lot of people too joseph smith once he was done with him he just kind of kept going but he and sydney sydney rigdon was the dictator and joseph smith has this shoe stone yep. he shoved it in a hat put his head in the hat and that shoe stone is on display in the mormon museum in salt lake city so like this guy's clearly practice and we can get into all the magical clearly practicing magic which is yeah, clearly yeah. forbidden by god in the bible no you know and then nobody can actually see any of the the plates or anything to verify any of it it's all based off of joseph smith's testimony right right and so One of i the mean tricks that he did was you can hold the plates and he put this, he gave them a box they couldn't look into. Yep. So he gave them something very heavy. This is all written record. Gave him something heavy. And he said, now you've seen the plates. You just touched yep. a heavy object. Yep. And we're good to go. So that was it. So I mean, it is completely different. And he, was, he was a dowser too. He's a known dowser. So he was a known dowser trying to find water with this dowsing. Um, he was just all over the place with all kinds of stuff, like uh, in the backwoods of the burnt over ground of uh, New York upstating the poor as heck, super poor, and uh, really imaginative. Like, his imagination was for, like, L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, very much so. Yeah, 
So, um, but I mean, you know, as you know, it is Mormonism is another religion, um, and Operation Underground Railroad definitely was um, being pushed, um, uh, you know, as a way of pushing Mormonism. And Russell Ballard said that himself directly. Um, that that's what it was main goal. And we know that also that there were two books that Tim, Tim Ballard wrote, William, uh, oh, one, uh, you can look it up. It's called, what is it? What's the name of them? Um, let's look up, uh, Timothy Ballard, um, operation to Saint book on America. Uh, it's happening uh, right here. It's the covenant, America's the covenant, and yes, mutable connection to ancient Israel. So, there was two covenant books there was one directly uh, written to Mormons, okay, and uh, then there was one where M. Russell Blatt Ballard told him to sanitize for conservatives and for Christians the covenant book, and that's the one you're looking at right now is the sanitized version for conservatives and Christians that, re that removes supposedly, allegedly, even though I think it left in a lot of it, Mormon theology. Okay, and so there were, and so again, Tim Ballard is a proselytizing Mormon. When you hear him in interviews, you couldn't, if you know, unless you know you're really in your Bible and you're really in the Word, you would think he's a Christian, but he's not. I mean, you know, there's there's also a conflicting story. This was brought out by um, um, the rant cast. He brought it up on Twitter, and he actually caught Tim Ballard in a lie. He said that when he told his wife that he was quitting. Homeland Security and going to found Operation Underground Railroad. He's got two separate stories, William. One is he told her in, in person, and the other is he told her over the phone. Hmm. So which one is it? Interesting. And so he lied about that. And in, in that discussion, she goes, well, I feel like God won't accept me into heaven and I'll go to hell if I don't allow you to do this him, which makes it a works-based gospel, and said so we know the truth gospel is being saved by God's grace through our faith. Uh, you know, which Mormonism is a works-based gospel. So even in that, Timothy Ballard's wife even mentions that too as well. Uh, yeah. So they have this whole mythos that he's ordained by God to do Operation Underground Railroad, and um, and 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 it plays in with Mormon proselytizing through the Mormon Church and to drive people into Mormonism. Um, and then you know you have the uh, allegations of, of Tim uh, Ballard being a Knight of Malta. And right. I can't really could completely confirm that picture that it's him. However, there is the second guy's name in that picture. Look at Cavazil is definitely a Knight of Malta. Oh, very much that, so, yeah. That's all his stuff right there. But let me see Ballard. This is Ballard with the uh, Masonic tie. I thought I, I had something where he was a Knight of Malta, too. There's a picture of him and the guy that, that they that they um they post with him was a guy that also worked on the movie too as well that worked with Operation Underground Railroad that they have with uh Timothy Ballard being a Knight of Malta, which makes me think that maybe it really is him because the other guy is listed too as well. Uh, the odds of them both being listed and both having their exact names is because they're not common names. Uh, you know, it's not like John Smith and William, you know, like martin or something like that you know and so you end up wondering is it really them it probably is um i haven't 100 percent confirmed that but it probably is um and we also we also have the interview uh since you saw a picture of carlos slim up there yeah, um you have that. the interview of um uh where tim ballard said that carlos slim uh funded the sound of freedom and we know that his son patrick slim 
uh, has a uh, uh, movie uh, um, credit given to him at the end of Sound of Freedom oh, for wow. producer of the movie. Wow. Interesting. I didn't know that. Slim is here. Here he is with Robert or Hunter Biden. So he's around and he's cozying up. This is Lindy Rothschild. She was in the whole Pizzagate thing. Yep. With, uh, what is it? Oh, I guess that group I forgot. It was uh, Alephansis' boyfriend is heavily involved. David Brock. Thank you, David Brock. So she, I mean, she's a financer too. She's a really a remarkable person. She's not, uh, it's not her maiden name. She married way up. Yeah, very much so. Royalty. Um, and, um, and, uh, with, oh, actually, uh, interesting just to say something yeah. interesting. Slim and her both made their money in cell phones. She well, was a really sharp lawyer and saw that cell phones were going to be huge and got into some contracts. Like she was a corporate lawyer and she said, Hey, I should own some of these contracts. And it really paid off to her, to her in the like tens of millions of dollars. Well, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Oh. No. So that's probably why, maybe why these two are, uh, you know, cohorts or pals. And That's so like have, this guy, super sketchy. This other guy, Frank Giustra, right? So you have Slim donating lots of money to the Clinton Foundation, becoming a primary vested interest in the New York Slimes, uh, you know, a media corporation as well, too. Um, and so, I mean, Slim definitely is not our guy, but he's yoked heavily up with, you know, funding the Sound of Freedom, funding Operation wow. Underground Railroad, his son working very, I mean, this is, years you know this is sound of freedom has been years in the making as a movie william you know yeah. so this has been years of this at least six years five or six years of the slim family has been yoked up with Fowler, with operation underground railroad and again this is this should be something that should raise a red flag to anybody listening okay and and and, and it's there's more connections than than just you know that you have um uh, the connections of uh, the pushing of the National Human uh, Trafficking Hotline, right, which is run by uh, uh, Polaris, and Polaris uses um, Palantir technology by Peter Thiel to categorize uh, all the calls that they get into uh, the National Human Trafficking Hotline. And then you have also connections between the National Human uh, Trafficking Hotline and the International Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which was uh, founded in part with Hillary Clinton. So you have the Clinton Foundation connections to Polaris and the National Human Trafficking Hotline as well, too. So if they're really fighting human trafficking, why would they send you to the wolves? Right. Right. They get involved in all that stuff so they can traffic themselves or it's a cover or something like she. I mean, that whole story with Haiti and all that stuff and Silsby, that's yep. all been verified. There it is. The Templar Times. Paul Hutchinson was the guy I was thinking at. So you have Paul Hutchinson, which is also involved with Operation Underground Railroad and the Sound of Freedom. And you have Timothy Ballard. Now, I don't know if Timothy Ballard's middle name is Blaine. I tried to substantiate that. I could not find that. Um, but again, with Paul Hutchinson and Timothy Ballard both being listed and both being involved with uh, Sound of Freedom and Operation Underground Railroad, I'm pretty sure they got indicted into the Night of Malta at the same time. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's a super connected group to be into the Knights. I mean, who else is the, the black conservatives in the uh, uh, Night of Malta? I forgot what his name is now. The, the military guy. There's numerous Knights of Malta yeah. within the Council for National Policy. Uh, G. Peter Grace. Um, there's uh, Pat B. Pat Patrick J. Buchanan. Um, uh, General William Boykin. 
Um, there, there are a lot of Knights of Malta, both within the real Knights of Malta organization and the Priory down there in Florida, which actually sued the Knights of Malta. Oh, Knights of Malta sued them, should I say. And the Priory in Florida won and proved that they were an offshoot of the Knights of Malta. Wow. Uh, so they kind of LARP as Knights of Malta. You can look up, they're called the Florida Priory of Knights of Malta. Uh, but they are official Knights of Malta because Knights of Malta sued them and lost in court. Wow. Should be the Order of St. John, Florida Priory. There's a lot, I guess there's a lot of different sovereign orders. Grand Priory of England, the Via del Priorato di Malta. Okay, just type in um, uh, Order of St. Go to osjflorida.org. Oh, there it is. America's Priory. Let's go. Knights Hospitaller. It's amazing to think that all this stuff is still around. Yes, very much so. It's still an underground. This is a picture of Joseph Smith's magical parchments. This is like right out of the Seal of Solomon type stuff. Like they, this is, and he died with like, uh, he had the Seal of Jupiter on on the back of one of his like uh, medallions or something. Joseph yeah. Smith died yeah. saying Masonic language. Have somebody have sympathy for the widow's son or something like that. Some kind of thing like that. Which he was trying to say in prison to be able to protect himself. Yeah. He was like a Masonic, you know, call sign to uh, fellow brothers. Like, come and help me. And there's, there's Caviezel watching. Yeah, being pushed Trump. by Trump, right? Yeah, so you have yeah. um, uh, uh, Jim Caviezel, uh, who, uh, who is a Catholic, uh, but he is a very blasphemic Catholic that says that Mary is co-redemptrix with Jesus, uh, that oh, you have wow. to go through Mary to be able to be redeemed, where Jesus is the only mediator and the only Savior and the only way to God the Father. Um, but um, Caviezel uh, was, was putting that... Uh, that Trump is the new Moses. Let our children right. go. Right. It's incredible. Which yeah, I mean, you know, says, we Moses know that Trump's connections, okay to, yeah. Trump's connections to Epstein, you know, and Katie Johnson and everything like that. It's like Trump's hands are not clean at all, period, you know. And then for to say that say that Trump's the new Moses and he's gonna save the children and lead them to the promised land, that's just insane. It's just it's insanity. Crazy. That's why Caviezel and Gibson are probably buddies, is they're both kind of like uh, esoteric Catholics or something weird like Very that. much so, yeah. 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 It's also pushed by uh, Mark Wahlberg, too, as well. Right. Mark Wahlberg was pushing Sound of Freedom, too, um, and uh, seems to be a huge uh, Catholic esoteric nexus that's pushing Sound of Freedom. Uh, which, by the way, they claim that Passion of the Christ 2 is coming out next year, supposedly, allegedly, wow. William. Wow. It'll be interesting, I'm sure. It's amazing. Uh -huh. Those now, are, Angel's are amazing times, yeah. Now, Angel Studios, yes, very much so. Now, you might find this interesting. Um, they were they were bailed out by the Giga Fund, and Giga Fund, um, pull it up if you can, real quick. Um, because um, we're always interested in, in in Peter Thiel, right? He seems to always Absolutely. have his hand in everything, right? right. So, uh, Angel Studios got a major round of backing and finance just in the opportune time. You know, the chosen was popular, but they could always use extra money to expand, which later came to finance the Sound of Freedom, uh, which Angel Studios recently only distributed the film and picked it up the past few months. Well, that in flush of cash that allowed that to happen was through the Giga Fund, and Giga Fund is directly tied in with Peter Thiel and uh, and um, Thiel Capital um, and uh, Founders Fund 
And um, I mean, it, it, it's just crazy. I mean, Teal, again, Polaris is using to ca- you know categorize the, the children for the National Center of Missing Employed Exploited Children, the National Human Trafficking Hotline, using Palantir technology for that. And then you have, you know, um, Teal pretty much bankrolling and funding the distribution of Sound of Freedom through Gigafund and through uh, throwing millions upon tens of millions of dollars in Angel Studios. Wow, that's incredible. I had no idea. All these guys. Wow. That's remarkable. The budget wasn't really that much. $15 million budget. It's made 10 times that, right? Yeah. And so with Gigafun, you have, uh, who was the founder of it? Uh, Luke Nozak, uh, who was, um, uh, you know, uh, was involved with PayPal, with uh, Elon Musk and Peter Thiel, uh, and and launched Founders Fund with Peter Thiel. Wow. And he is the head of Gigafund, which also gave Musk the founding capital through Founders Fund for SpaceX. Incredible. And Neuralink. So they're all kind of tied together, man. There's all kinds of strange links, huh? This whole movie. And then also it's backed by like and made by two Spaniards, right? Monteverde, Verastigai. Like they they have interesting backgrounds. Have you looked into them? Vestugi. Yeah, I'm going to do another stream on, on both of them. Um, I haven't really fully got in depth in that part yet, but that if I was going to, I think I was going to do a fourth stream, it would be on them. I know other people have covered them more in depth than I have. I looked more for, see if I can find Peter Thiel angles, see if I can find United Nations angles, which I have Tim Ballard spoken directly to the United Nations, William, um, and has, and, and the United Nations hired Tim Ballard as a consultant on human trafficking. Wow. Fascinating. And the, the weird story about this movie, too, is that it was finished in 2018 and, like, bounced around in, like, post-production for years, right? Yes. What was the whole story? Do you know the, any of that background? Not from what I've seen only in interviews and people talking about it. I wish I knew more about it offhand. Uh, but it seemed that they couldn't necessarily get anybody to properly just dis- dis- distribute it or publish it until they uh, until Angel Studios picked it up. Gotcha. So they, had to, they didn't have the money to distribute it, I see. Yes. That makes sense. They were trying I mean, they, to shop it out to various streaming services. Oh, uh, okay. They've done I a guess good job. they just sat on it until they needed it for the for some sort of psychological spiritual warfare. You Who know knows? what I mean? I mean, maybe this is like the politics. Like the politics of it are like they're against human trafficking, whereas the left just has open borders and crazy like migrants, migrant warfare in the streets of New York City. So maybe this is something like, hey, we've got to have a little bit more control. Or maybe Things it's like to that. make Trump look like he's he's for it or you know going to stand for it in his reelection campaign. But in reality, what did Trump really do as far as stopping human trafficking or closing down the border when he was president? So, you know, they it, weren't very successful. I mean, it was at least it wasn't just an open air, you know, mob uh, bum rush of the of the border, which it is now. Like people just say it's total dystopia down there. Oh People yeah, I mean it's definitely increased during the Biden administration. Do not get me wrong, um, but I don't think Trump was going to be able to do anything. I don't think he's going to be able to do anything done if he does get elected in twenty twenty four, which I think he will be. Um, and you know, and it, they were actually one of the biggest things a lot of people don't realize that, that Trump was doing. He set it up and passed it to Biden was through Lucky Palmer and um, Andoril Industries, which would be Teal. Um, they started putting up a virtual border wall of drones, which still continued into the Biden administration. Wow. Crazy. 
Oh, Palmer Lucky, right? That guy. Yeah, Palmer Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Andrew Industries. They're working on drones and a virtual border wall in in cooperation with Peter Thiel and uh, Palantir. Uh, that was approved through the Trump administration. That was continued through the Biden administration. It still hasn't stopped. All right. And that's another one of Teal's um, Lord of the Rings references, right, Andrew? My guess is, is yes. My guess is, is the, uh, the border wall and the virtual border wall is to keep us in instead of keeping immigrants, illegal immigrants out. So that's just, that's just my belief. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not so, there's usually the dual use or trial triple use. Right. So it's, there's probably uh, you know, there's always that good public face while they control you or something like that, you know, Neuralink or whatever. Uh, what do you think about the whole move of Twitter to X? Seems occultic to me. I mean, you, yeah, me you tweeted on the head with, um, yeah. with, um, um, Keep trying to click on his name. I mean, yeah, Charles, Charles Manson, Manson and the X on his forehead, right? You know, so it's all a cultish uh, 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 transmutation, and we've come full circle with X.com originally being the banking hub that they 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 eventually turned into PayPal, right? That Musk was involved in initially, and Musk has said that he wanted X to be uh, WeChat, the American version of WeChat, to have a social credit score and a financial platform and be a social media hub. Um, I mean, that's how I look at it. How do you look at it, William? I same mean, way. Absolutely the same way. It. Like it's uh, alchemically changing everybody. Oh, Twitter, a nice pretty bird. And now, oh, by the way, if you want to stay on here, you got to pay money and then we're going to put everything on here. And uh, God forbid you ever want to leave or I kick you off of this. Like, I think that you have, there has to be some kind of like uh, exodus out of these big tech things. Like I destroyed my entire connection to Mark Zuckerberg gladly. So I have nothing attached to him in any way, shape, or form. Has so Twitter been next... worse for you since Musk took over? For me, it seems to be more broken in a lot of ways. You can't look, you can't search your direct messages anymore for anything, and it just seems to be broken. Um, you know, it's just all were sketchy. It's better than it was before he bought it, in my opinion. Like I'm not getting little censorship notices or like this is forbidden information. So in that regard, it seems to be a pretty good research uh, portal for me. Like if I'm looking into the whole gene therapy shot or really anything else i seem to be doing okay but i don't know you know i have kind of low expectations on any of these guys anyway yeah so i mean he's probably still employing fbi agents who knows you know i don't know i mean probably very much so i mean we're probably still giving our data anyway i mean musk is still directly working with ukraine and the Zelensky. Uh, government as well too lest us forget um that right. still has not changed um right. and i mean must still has Neuralink, which you and i both are directly against 100%. uh it's transhumanist app applications they'll try to sell it as you know this will help people and i understand people with a physical um handicaps or mental handicaps and in the need of such technology like i understand that i had a very physically handicapped son um but who passed away but nonetheless you know you can't it's not going to be good putting chips in people's brains because it's going to be more than just, you know, the health applications of it. Um, oh, you know, it's going to be a so, disaster, a total disaster. Very much so. As you can see, Andrew working directly with the United States military and the military industrial complex uh, right there and working on drones in the borders and virtual border wall, which you're seeing pictures of it right then and there and working directly with Palantir. 
Um, and so anytime I hear the words Peter Thiel, just as much as you are aware of too as well with your research of keeping an eye on Thiel and sending me stuff as well that you come across. Uh, if it comes, if it's with Thiel, it's usually not good, usually, usually not good news. It doesn't seem like it. It really doesn't seem like it's good news whenever it's like something pops up, Palantir or something. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting times. This movie is really kind of something else because it's almost like, this uh, pushback like against the amorality so they've coached it or couched it in these kind of like good versus evil terms yep the book quotes the bible you know anybody who hurts one of my young ones it's better for them to have a millstone around their neck so it kind of uh, has that you know patina or whatever but these guys behind it through, through your occult research is that kind of like a masonic duality which we know is absent through christian thought yeah, yeah, but kind yeah. of an occultist thought of dark versus light uh you know kind of um you know white magic versus dark magic kind of motif is is, is that is that kind of similar to your occult it kind of has that feel it kind of has that feel and also the other thing about this movie is that all these guys are involved in secret societies yeah i mean mormonism is kind of like a secret society in a lot of ways uh, functions with these secret knowledge and there's some dark stuff in mormonism it really is i mean jesus and lucifer are brothers yeah pre-incarnation beliefs i mean you can become a god yep it's, it's like the 19th century scientology there's a planet where god lives we're all god's offspring um you know and you have power you wear the holy underwear you're supposed to be able to do you know the same thing that the apostles did you know so the more works you do, the more kids you have, the big bigger planet you'll have in space, the bigger family that you have. Right. Total motivation to like have tons of kids. And Ron um, Hubbard ripped off Mormonism. <laughs> possibly. I mean, who knows? He, he the structure is kind of very strange, strangely similar. But uh yeah, Mormon uh Joseph Smith was just incredible what he pulled off and like I think he died, he was 38. Like, like who comes out like at 15 and goes, I'm starting my own religion, man. This is the way I'm, this is the way I'm going to do it. And started his own book. His and, own comp, and comp, you know. The Mormons went to Utah and later went to war with the United States government, right? Yeah. They actually had a little bit of a conflict. There was the Mountain Meadows murders where they uh, led directly up to Brigham Young. Um, but like the guy, one of the guys took the fall for it, but it was actually kind of a gripe the Mormons had with some other frontier people back in Missouri. And so they, they dressed up like Indians and killed them all. It was a slaughter. There was that. And then they were talk, took themselves out of the United States government and the uh, government was put the thumb screws down and they just relented and got rid of polygamy and then eventual statehood. Yeah. But now the government loves Mormons to be in positions of power, whether it's the FBI or the CIA or the, or, or the um, National Homeland uh, Na uh, Department of Homeland National Security. Security yeah. uh, like Ballard, supposedly he was a CIA intern, supposedly, allegedly, but trying to investigate that's kind of murky if he had any involvement right. within the CIA early on at all, like he claims. And then, you know, what was his involvement really in the Department of Homeland Security? Was he really... You know, rescuing kids and stopping human trafficking. You know, it's like did he leave the CIA? Like, I mean, some of these guys yeah. are supposedly X. That's what they say, but you know, I don't believe a lot of that stuff. Like X FBI, X whatever, X Intel, baloney. He probably. I mean, that's the one of the scary thing is these Intel connections really kind of never go away. And you're right; they do recruit deliberately from LDS for a lot of reasons. Uh, reliable, don't drink, don't che generally cheat on their wives pretty honorable, trustworthy, and use oftentimes speak more than 
two languages, you know, so because yeah. they've gone on mission, missions to Malawi or so, you know, so they are they're already prepped and ready and understand how to learn a language. So, so did you did you come across anything with Operation Underground Railroad or Tim Ballard or anything? Not much. I mean, I kind of had a couple articles and things like that, but I think there's a lot more to the story. I mean, I, Ballard is definitely kind of a mysterious figure, but uh, the supporter stuff is really interesting. Like who financed all this stuff is uh, really something else. But I mean, it is like a, people are mentioning and, and referencing this movie, The Sound of Freedom, which is supposedly the sound that kids make when they're kind of brought out of uh, being trafficked or sex labor or whatever. But it's it's all on the kind of conservative right media, it seems like. I don't know. Yeah, being platform. Uh, what about um who uh, Tim... Uh... Is it? Am I? I always get the confused between the actor and the actual New Age guru. Not Tim Robbins. I see. That's one make uh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins was a big financier of Operation Underground Railroad and has been friends with um, Tim Ballard for many, many, many years. Uh, and one that. of the 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 uh, and one of the uh, financiers, major financiers of uh, the Sound of Freedom movie was uh tony robbins didn't know um, that and tony robbins of course new age guru that was very much a power of positive thinking and thought there was very much platformed by oprah winfrey who oprah winfrey you know promoted and pushed very heavily you know john of god uh you know right. and so i mean uh but yeah definitely the 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 uh, tony robbins connection uh you know has he had he is a front. do you know that he's kind of a front he's really just an actor he didn't come up with any of the stuff that he promotes. There's a guy out of Santa Cruz who studied NLP and all this stuff. He said, I need somebody to promote it. And he was the guy. He was the kind of correct charismatic front guy who interesting was, uh, yeah, he had it, uh, took liberties with his, you know, uh, fans is one way to put it. That was a, that was yeah. a good cover up. That was almost as good as the uh, Bezos uh, cover up of the. Yeah. Uh, of his picture that was a great one like that was one that hit this was around the circle for of the media for about 24 hours and then gone just totally yeah mind warped right out or memory hold right out. huge pr campaign just taking them down just immediately oh, oh incredible like th that's the kind of juice that he got the best guys he got that one guy d oh god i can't remember his name but he had the best lawyers and stuff like oh he had uh that lawyer out of la uh can't remember his name but he he assembled like the most like uh hardball attorneys and fixers and crisis management people and that all went away man i, I bet he spent a good 10 20 30 billion dollars but that's the way it is yeah and i guess um one last thing in closing another uh uh connection in promotion uh that i saw that um that that tim ballard was a part of I have to get the name of it, but he was uh, on the board of directors for this Afghanistan group um, with um, with uh, Henry Kissinger. Oh, Robbie Martin brought it to my attention. Um, it's like the Afghanistan World Mission or organization. It's the very beginning of my video. Uh, the first video I did on the externalization of the hierarchy and the sound of freedom. Uh, I was on the very first video uh, with that. But um, Afghanistan you know, why, World Foundation. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That. Why would you work directly with Henry, like be involved with Henry Kissinger? You know, it's like when you bring it up and you look at like all the people that are involved and everything, it's like, 
why would you associate yourself? Especially if you're talking about the deep state, right? Like the deep state makes up like all the people involved with the Afghanistan World Foundation. Like it's right. like deep state to the hilt. No, you're right. It's incredible. There's Kissinger of, right there. There he is. Diane Feinstein. Yeah, there's a parasite. She's terrible. And then you, there's like Tim Ballard right there. And then you have and the actors, obviously, Susan Sarandon, Keith Sutherland, Anne Haish. Roma Downey. Who's a major yeah. uh, new, uh, new Ager who LARPs as a Christian as well, too. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Al Pacino, Shreese uh, um, Theron, Shaquille O'Neal, Tom Cruise, Scientology. You're talking about Scientology. Yeah. These guys all probably got a little bit of, you know, some some few shekels to support that thing. They probably don't yes. do anything about it. John, where can people find your stuff? We got to yes, run off to another um, You guys can we, find me. We've read the documents on Twitter. We've read the documents on Substack. We've read the documents on Odyssey. Um, that's where I'm at lately. And definitely thank you for having me back on William Ramsey Investigates. It's a pleasure as always, pleasure. brother. And guys, check this out. Check out John Brisson's live stream, Sound of Freedom, The Externalization of the Hierarchy. How many parts did you do of that? 3.5. I've done three and a half. You can do that on Odyssey. Uh, I think yeah, it's around YouTube. I know your channel got taken at least out. about five hours or six hours of exposing oh, wow. and covering it. So, wow, amazing, amazing work, John. Thanks so much for thank time. you, William. God bless everybody. Right, cheers. God Bye. bless. Cheers. Yep.